I remember that? Josh Martin had to go on stage during Potluck and sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Really? He, yeah. he can't pronounce his fucking R's. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's why he's he a did. fucking prick right now. Yeah. Okay. I bet that crushed no, he's though. always been a prick. <laughs> I bet that crushed, though, because I would be dying laughing watching somebody try right. to say R's when they can't. It, it was know? better than what he had at the time. Rudolph the Egg-Nosed Reindeer. And it'd be like May. Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. Hold the door. When you're funny, you can be a doorman. Poor guy at the comedy store. You know, it's an interesting place to work. Door, booth, phones, back door guy. Door guy. The Door Guys podcast. With Abby Roberge, Fung Chow, and Hormoz Rashidi. <laughs> And we are back with the Door Guys podcast. Check. Uh, dude, so we're fucking Hormos was disrespecting me before we started I've recording. I've never been disrespectful to you. I love and you. I you're my brother, Abby. I don't take disrespect. Abby, from, you're literally from my bald brother. Man. It's true. I'm bald. Let's just talk about why Abby deleted that gay joke. Oh, that's true. Abby's a so fucking censor. No, we should introduce our guest. Oh, yeah, no, what's the gay joke? I want to know the gay joke. No, we'll let her. No, no, we'll let her judge the joke. And the hormones tell the joke. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't, you know what? I take that back. I don't <laughs> mind disrespect on my wall a little bit. I just mind bad jokes on my wall. Bad joke. Okay. So it's a bad joke. No, yeah, no, no, no. Her is going to be the one. No, her is going to be the one who's okay. yeah. <laughs> judging the joke. Yeah. Okay. What's the joke? <laughs> no, her tell it. Abby is like Johnny Depp. If Johnny Depp was too pussy to beat up his girlfriend. Now, did you put that joke on his Facebook wall? Yeah, yeah. Did you warn him first? Oh yeah, it was on. It was in a text thread. We're in a group chat. We're in a, we're and, in a group and I text. said it in a group oh, okay. text, and, and Fun was I, like, "Put that on his wall." <laughs> and I was like, "Do it." And I was like, "I was like, do it," and then I'll just delete it. <laughs> he, didn't I, he didn't say anything. He, he didn't, didn't say anything. The whole time we're nailing. Yeah, them. I was too fucking busy going about my life while you guys are fucking di- jerking each You're other. You're too busy not chat. beating the shit out of your girlfriend like Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pussy. <laughs> I like that, I, dude. I think it's a compliment. He's calling you Johnny Depp. Yeah, you're you're a beautiful, handsome man. <laughs> yeah, See? who's too much of a pussy yeah, to no, keep I, his hoe in check. It's not even that. Like I cared. I was <laughs> just like, I was just like, and I was like, it wasn't like it wasn't like I was annoyed by it. I was just like, eh, you know. No, it just didn't I do deleted, anything. No, right like, no, you, right you deleted after. it. I, yeah. I, I, it's, if I delete it, I can't defend myself as not coming <laughs> off as defensive. But I just like, I just like didn't care for it. I was just like, whatever. So you deleted it? Yeah. Deleted what it. a what a fact. And before he deleted it, three hundred and eighty-five likes, two hundred and eighty-seven <laughs> loves on, Facebook, on Facebook. It was literally hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of reactions. It was literally one like from Pete C, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you must be doing well to be I don't deleting know. We can't check because he deleted it. If it had three hundred and eighty likes, would you delete it? No, of course. I would have left it up. Good man. Good no, man. No, no, it did. I swear to God, I swear to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that it had over five hundred and eighty five total reactions, all of which were positive. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, shout out to PC too. PC counts for PC like two hundred, I think. Yeah. So that's like, he counts for two hundred and fifty. Yeah. That's so, a great joke. Hey, Johnny you. Depp was coming. I, I really thought, I, in the thread, I thought that joke was very funny. But and yeah. also, I kind of want to gang up I've on you. I've literally heard with, this with joke hormones. 
for the last six years. No, <laughs> no, no not, not since. Not the angle where you're too much of a pussy years. to hit your girlfriend. Yeah, well, since like, Johnny Depp like, hit his that's girlfriend, that's like edgy, you know. No. Since Johnny Depp hit his girlfriend. No, Almost nobody wrote that joke. No, I didn't. Right. I, I I did the joke when Johnny Depp hit his girlfriend. Right. I did the joke where I said he looks like Johnny Depp when I go up after Abby. I go, he think, looks like Johnny Depp. Right. Uh, and then I said, like, do you think Johnny Depp really hit his girlfriend? <laughs> you have to you have to consider our podcast listeners too. They're just like I've I've heard this joke. Oh, PC no, just called it. PC. This is no. I swear fucking, to God. This is fucking with the happy. Out of the millions of podcast <laughs> listeners that we have, twenty three thousand of them sent me emails. This <laughs> but you know what? The hurl <laughs> saying they loved the jokes about you being a girl and a pussy. But hurl did say it's it's a good joke though. If right, it's yeah. a great joke. It's Thank not, you. I, a good joke. I, I think it's a it's a it is a joke. It has a set up. It you know it, it's a functional. Okay, joke. now we're gonna get. Tactical. I just don't no, care about this it. Fucking we don't. We don't well. need to get Abby all teary eyed and stuff. Let's just get back into the podcast. Yeah, Can you yeah, pass yeah, him yeah. a tissue? Do we have any <laughs> tissues around? Let's introduce our guest. What's up, Lucas? Hey Herl. guys, Lucas Herl. Herl. Is, Abby a tissue. Lucas Herl. Okay, I'll go get it. Okay. Hey, I'm trying to fucking introduce. Oh no, Lucas. me too, dude. Okay, me too. I love you, dude. Lucas Herl is one of our favorite people in the comedy community. He is. A, a former door guy, current bartender, even though he doesn't need to be a bartender because he's already passed as a paid regular at the comedy store. Um, Thanks for reminding guy, me. Good uh, guy, very funny <laughs> from the Midwest, uh, yeah. likes, likes fitness. Um, likes, Co-creator um, of Farmer Boys restaurant, yep. I believe. Investor. Investor, early investor early in Farmer investor, Boys. Yes. So I don't need to bartend. <laughs> it's that Farmer Boys money, man. We're expanding. <laughs> they do good work. Man. Farmer Boys everywhere. Is like it's great. the only place you can get pancakes and a All hot day. dog in the same meal. Yeah, and like no one judges you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they bring it to you with like a smile and tell right. and call you sir. Right. It's really great, and it's cheap as shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've been at the store since uh, 2000, since spring of 2010. So I started Damn. as a lot guy. Really? Yeah. When did you move into the bar? Because when I started, you were already at the bar. I, and that's my you first memory. You quickly will realize you're like, oh, I, I still want to pay bills and eat food, so I'm going <laughs> to figure out a more lucrative position. Yeah. I sat the room a couple times, not much. When I started, Dan Madonia had just gotten fired. And oh, yeah? Tony Hinchcliffe was on his way out. Damn, he, Dan Madonia was... I didn't realize he worked there that long ago. Yeah, he started when he was like. How 20. did he get fired? Allegedly, he still denies oh, it. I allegedly. think, but he hit a assistant manager's car in the lot on the way out. Like he he refused to do the sign, and then on the way out, he <laughs> hit Ryan Goldfinger's car. Wow! So <laughs> like one of those two things, I think of the story you could like do get away with. You could get away with, but the combo if you do like two fuck ups, yeah. Back to back, then they'll get rid of you. Like you could refuse to do the sign, or you could like hit a manager's car and like you know right. explain it, but not in the same not night. in the same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So so Dan was supposed to seat the main room that Friday, and he got fired. So I was like promoted after like a month <laughs> to seat in the main room, <laughs> and Hinchcliffe was training me, and. I had just started comedy too, like within right. six months. Wow! I, this was the dark days. Right. No one was coming to the store. Yeah, now it's like it's the called headliner. the dark days because now the main room was like closed on every day except for Tuesdays when dude, black now, people. Now were it's like two hundred really? people I, gunning I, for I, that I for the job. Know. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah, it's realistically, how many people do you think are tr actively work trying to get a door guy job? Like two. The 300? line would go to Pink Dot. 
Yeah, if there 15, was like a, 15, if there 20? was like an open open call yeah, no. audition, the line yeah the line would be like hundreds, hundreds and hundreds yeah. and yeah. hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, it's crazy. They're like a hundred, like easily a hundred people gonna sign. I up I mean, two hundred people tonight. sign up for open mic every Monday, right? All and, and most of them want to be a door guy, and it's a different and and it's not the same people every Monday. Yeah, so. I, and it's always fun too when you're trying to get somebody hired because like Brett Band is a guy that I think would be fun. Right, but you know he's he's always insecure about his age. I'm like, dude, don't be sick. You know, don't. But like you, you you yeah. are you are pursuing yeah. comedy at your age already. Why are you right? Worry about your age on other uh, level. It doesn't. Yeah, that does not make any sense. It, you, you can't get younger, so use it. Use it. Right. Talk about yeah. it. Back in the day, you kind of had to be an old guy because you were making forty dollars a night. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah, I know. You had I, to be a young guy because you have to be willing. It's not even like age thing. It's just like, are you willing to be homeless for yeah. a bit? I started when I was 27. But you're still homeless, and, so and, it's like uh, chill. And I proved that even if you start late, you can fail You were 27? Yeah, when I started. Oh, I was already no, no, working no, no. You for You were like 30-something when you started as a door guy. You're yeah. like 42 I started now, comedy right? when I was 27. Are you 42 or 46? Right now, <laughs> I am... 37. You're 37? Yeah. Holy shit, I, dude. I started 10 years ago. I was working on K Street in Washington, D.C. What did uh, what, and I where, to try it and I quit my job. Where was your dad in life when he was 37? He was married, a bunch of kids. Yeah. Owned. Oh, my dad owned the KFC chains in Iran. Are you serious? Yeah. My dad. No way. Not, and he didn't pay franchise but fees. But he didn't pay franchise <laughs> fees because Iran... <laughs> It wasn't in like some sort of agreement with America. So when KFC would send like cease and desist orders, he just came to America for college. Ate KFC and was like, this is delicious. People in Iran will love this shit. Came back to Iran, opened a bunch of restaurants, bought some fryers. Were they successful? Oh, yeah. He made, made a shit ton of money. Uh, How do you get the colonel's recipe? He didn't. He just <laughs> he, he, he put whatever like fucking somals and whatever Iranian ingredients American he had. But he was like Iranians. Will, yeah, he just he <laughs> made he just called it KFC. And he, and he used chicken. the logo and everything. Yeah, he used That's the logo beautiful. and everything. That makes he me told so me they happy. sent letters. Yeah. How but, was the food? I, I mean, I was I left Iran when I was two, so I never tried it. But my guess is Parker. not not as good as the slave chicken the colonel sells. You know that chicken is way better than chicken a rich Iranian man came up with. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, ten years though. I mean, I'm at ten years too. So I, or I'm at nine years. Nice. So they're 27. I don't even consider that. No, I mean, I, like, I, look I, at Gary Giraldo. He, you know, he no, was 20, the same. Guy. 27 is not an old age to start comedy. What about so. 27 in Chinese? No, nah, that's, that's like 15 in white years. Yeah. yeah why, don't, why don't I pay you money to go to China and start comedy in Chinese? I'd love to. I no. don't want to do that. There's already a Canadian The problem guy, is, very, the problem is Asians are smart enough to learn English. Stupid Can idiots from Canada. <laughs> Just can't learn Chinese, man. <laughs> Fucking dumb idiots from Canada this who look like, like beautiful women. Ganging up on Abby with me. No, me no, no, no. I'm not yeah. specifically talking about Abby. I'm just talking about <laughs> idiots who come from Canada. Look, yeah. Can't learn Chinese. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know any of those guys. <laughs> I don't either. I'm not talking about you specifically. Yeah, I don't know. I'm saying if you like grew up on a commune in British Columbia. <laughs> you no, know? I don't think there is a guy that grew up in the comedy in British Columbia that's trying to learn Chinese. Ronnie Piper did. Well, no, they're not trying to learn Chinese because they know they can't, man. Yeah. Both you I and, probably could, though. Both you and Piper. You could because you're a freaking super smart dude. Yeah. See, when I first met you, you were at the store during the dark days, too. Mm -hmm. 
You were like so freaking young. Yeah, I started when I was like just turned 21. Yeah, my first memory of you too is the tall PBR <laughs> at the front bar. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like smoking cigarettes. I remember yeah. a lot of cigarettes. I was like this 21-year-old, 40-year-old, you know? <laughs> I was nah, like a grizzled 40-year-old that was 21. No, dude, you were, you were fucking Johnny Depp and Crybaby. You know, you were just a fucking... Pussy magnet, chubby little pussy magnet. You weren't even that chubby. You were a little chubby. Oh no, he was. Chubby, he yeah. had to see the pictures. You don't remember it. I right. do. It's crazy. You look I, side I, by side. It was fucking. At, it's my, like, oh, at shit, my worst, was I weighed. Uh, I weighed, at one point I got to like one ninety three, and he's only five foot. But four now old. I'm like one fifty seven. Damn. Yeah. I can. I can only <laughs> yeah, dream dude, of that. I believe it. Dude, I'm two hundred. How many calories were you just drinking every night? It was a shit ton. Yeah, it's just like I just I literally never considered what what I ate. I just ate anything yeah. I wanted. So I wasn't even eating a crazy amount. I was just eating unhealthy. As long food. as it didn't have protein in it. <laughs> but back right. then did you eat meat? No. no. Still no. Still no. no meat. But that was the dark days of the store too, and you were hanging out. So. Oh yeah. Good times. Fun. Yeah. Good times. So you you remember what it was like. I remember oh, Hinchcliffe yeah. was was training me how to seat the main room. And he was such a dick about it the whole time. Oh, I bet. I would the hate whole. to have to learn from, from <laughs> It was miserable. I'd only been there like three weeks. But who trained him that made him to train Probably people? Danish like, and I think, they, yeah, Danish and <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And those and those two are him. fucking animals, too. Those two are not angels. Yeah. yeah. They hazed him and Edgar pretty hard because when I... When I started, Edgar trained me in the lot, and he was telling me all these horror stories. Danish O'Neill took his clothes, threw them on the roof. He was running around the club naked. <laughs> like, nobody was there at the time, so it's a different story than it right. is now. Okay, just there's no business. Yeah. we got to talk to Matt about the, the, yeah. this. is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. So that was, a, that was my impression. So, you know, they would tell me, like, you're getting it easy. Yeah. You Which know? you probably were. I uh, would. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think Bill... You know, it's like... It's like but why, why are you getting it easy? You know what I mean? It's like getting it easy compared to your experience. Well, but then think about our group of hazing. Like if you work oh, the there main was, room there now, was no, hazing. no, you stay, you, t you stay last. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, no, I mean, if it's somebody right. first six so months, they're staying last no yeah. matter what. I'm not even working and I come into the room and I see an, a discussion about who should stay last and I'm like, fucking Ali just started or fucking, no, right. it was right. Dylan. I was like, Dylan just started but working he, here. He stays last. I'm not even working. Yeah. But you guys can't let fucking newbies fucking leave at the same time as somebody who's worked here for years. Yeah, that's right. be, But that's like the least hazing possible. Right. That's right, nothing right, compared right, to fucking right, taking right. out somebody's Compared to those dark days, that's not even the hazing. It's nothing. That's an... Right? That's yeah. I remember that. Josh Martin had to go on stage during Potluck and sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Really? Yeah. He can't pronounce his fucking R's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's why he's a did. fucking prick right now. Yeah. Okay. I bet that crushed. No, he's though. always been a prick. <laughs> I bet that crushed, though. Because I would be dying laughing watching somebody try right. to say R's when they can't. It, it was know? better than what he had at the time. Rudolph the Egg-Nosed Reindeer. And it'd be like May. Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. That's, That's funny. Great. But but why did Danish O'Neill think that they can like I mean like why like do they just have fun uh picking on Tony and Agar or like that's just one of the things because there's no customer you, you, you got nothing yeah. to do like there's newbie we're we're just gonna fucking shit yeah on. you're not making a lot of money at that time and then you know Tony was so arrogant when he started. And Matt was so green. Like, Matt and I have a lot in common. Tommy told me that 
told both of us, he's like, you and Matt are the only two guys I ever hired without have ever really seen on stage. Oh, okay. like he gave me a belly so room spot. Being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I was hanging out there every night when I, when I started, when I first moved here, I just knew about the comedy store from like, like E true Hollywood stories, like Robin Williams. I just, wow. I oh, knew, cause you already know what the story. Okay. I know the history of comedy. Okay. Like I'm a comedy fan first and foremost. So I knew about the comedy store. I didn't know how dark it was and just how. But you were just like, let me get in there. Yeah, let me get in. So I hung out till, you know, 2 a.m., five, six nights a week. And I hung out yeah. on nights where, like, the talent booker wasn't even there. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody comes now and they hang out on Fridays and Tuesdays and think that, like, right. people are going to notice. It's like, no, everybody's there those fucking nights. Hang out on a Wednesday. Right. In the OR till 2 a.m. You know, then you'll. Right. Right, because that's the real, like, the store, store thing. Like, right, because Wednesday's the real night that, yeah, I see that. Or yeah. if if you hang out and you notice people aren't enjoying you hanging out, stop hanging out at the store, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. People are like, if people say, hey, people don't really like you around here, then just don't. <laughs> take just the don't. hit. Yeah, take yeah. a hit. Yeah, I, you don't go smoking pot, drinking. I never did that when I when I was uh -huh. trying to get in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right. You don't want people to look at you like, oh, this, this guy's always smoking and drinking, yeah. having a good time. Yeah, and he comes was, here to party. Yeah, when other people is out there trying to do other spots, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and Tony was, he was like, you're not ready for this. <laughs> you know, you're too young. And the, Is you know, Tony older than you by that? Yeah, he's older than by me. By far? How old is Tony? He's a couple 35, years. 35, 36? His birthday is in July, I believe. Yeah, I, th I think he's... Uh, they set off fireworks for my birthday. <laughs> 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 and, you know, I just sat there and took him. <laughs> Uh, do Tony's voice say, I, I drive a car, says, I rose down the plate or something. I drive a car with a license plate that says, I roast. <laughs> it's not a very good Tony. No. But it make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the shittier Adam impression that I, I do. I can't do impressions. I can only, do, like, when, like, Tebow does Tony, I'm like, oh, I can copy Tebow's <laughs> right. version. Yeah. I can't right, really dude, do shout that. out to Tebow. He said he's listened to every episode oh, so hell yeah. far. He's Jason really? Tebow, we got to get he Tebow really on. Is. Yeah, we got to get him on here, yeah. He, he'd be great. My favorite yeah. thing about Fung is like Fung does a Tommy impression. That's an impression of Earl's impression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've never like met that's Tommy. The of the story. <laughs> right, yeah, right, 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 right. But I feel like Tommy's voice is just like very. Well, it's a nineteen thirties gangster, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, wow, see, uh, <laughs> you're not ready, see. You gotta get beat, see. Dude, when I started to, because I wasn't making any money as a door guy, so I had to get a job at Yummy. You know, yummy.com or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that yeah. was around. So, yeah. So I got a second job my first few years. You too. did too? Yeah. Where at? The Den. I was oh, that's right. There. Yeah. You had to be making decent money too. It was, it was you a probably plowed a lot of pussy out of Dan too. Abby is such a beautiful woman. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elaborate by saying he's not actually a woman, but he gets treated like a beautiful woman. When, we, when I first met Abby, we were living in, in this uh, living room together, me, Alex Phillips, and Abby, yeah. and Eric Olivier in the other baby. room. Not Apartment 9. This oh, is Apartment this 9. Before. This is Apartment on Cherokee with Eric Oligny. Oh, yeah. We lived and there. I lived he, there for a month. He was working. <laughs> we all did. Because we yeah. But he was working at the AV Club, this 
the club where he would come home with like huge wads of money on a regular <laughs> basis. Yeah, my last. But my, everything had been handed to him his my whole last, life because he's a beautiful woman. That's that he just so quit far the from job. the fucking truth. He's like, he's like, I don't need this. No, fucking that's so job. far from the truth. Is this we true? Quit because we, he, we we put together some fucking bullshit too. Where we t- I took thirty <laughs> days off, and then when I got back, they didn't give me shifts. He was my like, last I don't night need this job. There, I'm a beautiful woman. My last woman. night working there, I made two thousand yeah, dollars cash. What? Yeah. How would you just quit on that? job <laughs> i didn't quit you got to be a beautiful a woman no, no, no. A, a man would be like i can't fucking ever get this job again i'm a fucking i'm just a man <laughs> this is a job for beautiful sexy women who come from canada used to live in communes and now they fucking sell their bodies so for far money from the fucking truth dude i'm not talking about you i'm talking about like mostly women <laughs> you just happen to be just like a woman in that you're beautiful and no, I just, I can just, fuck whenever, I just you can fuck whenever work. you want to. I just, like I'm just not a guy who gets telemarketing jobs and clocks ah, in and goes and me. fucking <laughs> smokes weed all day. That is I'm me. willing That's to fucking bar back and eat shit for 14 hours a day. No, Dude, I'll, I'll eat shit for two I'll grand, too. No, that was like, I mean, most nights I made like 200 bucks, but but my last night I made two grand. Dana White I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be insulting. throwing hundreds at everybody. Dana White, yeah. Damn. Didn't she say one time like Chris Brown came and threw yeah. a bunch of money too. Yeah. But Hormos, uh, did you ever have another job? I know Fung had the tour guy job. My first job out here was donor services group. I was making phone calls for like Amnesty International and Greenpeace and stuff trying to raise money. And then, you know, you get paid hourly and commission on what you make. Yeah. But then I started just clocking in and then going over to our apartment, which was close by. And just smoking and chilling and taking a nap and then coming back and clocking out. No way. Yeah. Dude, dude when I started, I just realized this. When I started and I, you know, I got the yummy job, I was working in like their deli or whatever. And Danish and O'Neill were both working there too as delivery drivers. Oh, that's hilarious. And so I, and they weren't hanging out at the stores when they were on their sabbatical and they wouldn't oh, come right. back for like three or four years. Oh. Yeah. And so I would tell people at yummy, I'd be like, you don't understand. These two guys are legends at the comedy <laughs> store. Like I'm hearing through Edgar and Tony, like, you know, we're treating you like shit because we got treated like shit. Right. <laughs> and then yeah. I would go to work at Yummy and, you know, I'd tell other people like these Danish and O'Neill are legends. They're like those guys, they're not funny. And they <laughs> right. were like when they, when they were, you know, it, they were trying to be. Yeah. Yeah. When they were picking up groceries, they were just like, yeah, I've worked other shitty jobs where people are like, you're a comedian, you're not funny. I'm like, I'm fucking working. Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. yeah. I've worked so many jobs and every single job, they're like, you're so fucking funny, Hormos. <laughs> you're so fucking <laughs> hilarious. You should be a comic. And I'm like, they're finally, like, I was like, like you're they're right. like, Hormos, you're saying three jokes, dad jokes you deliver like, you 82 <laughs> times a day are, are so fun. fucking fire. Yeah. How did you they're fucking like, do it? Like, you should become a comedian so you can just get it out <laughs> on stage and then come to work and act like a normal person and have conversations <laughs> with people, you know? But yeah, it is crazy when you have that others, when you have friends that aren't in this, because I became a bartender after it was like nine months and then, wow, that's dope. Yeah. Somebody, a bunch of bartenders needed to go on vacation during the summer and they didn't have anybody. And I bartended after college for like a year. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'll do it. And really never look back. And Adam was a manager at the time. I remember texting Adam because I was still being put on the door guy schedule and the bar schedule, like Fung, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. 
And I remember texting Adam, who was a manager at the time, like, hey, can you just take me off the door guy schedule? He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Nice. And then I never looked back. <laughs> Good impression. Great. Yeah. Um, but then I got a, I intern, I took a couple internships when I first moved out here because I had a college degree and shit and thought that mattered. Right. And then. Why'd uh, you look at Abby when you said that? I had a college degree. Why do you got to make note of it? Hold on, do you have a college degree? <laughs> What's that? Dude, Abby's the I only do. smart one. Hormos, you had one, right? Yeah, of course. Song, you got waste one. Waste of money. Oh, yeah, Abby, you're the only one in the room that doesn't have one. Only, the only yeah. one that isn't I'm the, I'm in the debt. smart one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah well, seriously. I mean, I'm not even arguing against Abby on this one. Yeah. yeah. No, it was fun, it, though. It, exactly. That's my, and I didn't have to pay for it. That's why I'm grateful oh, for it. Oh, your parents paid for it? My dad paid for it. Oh, that's beautiful. That was their arrangement in the divorce. <laughs> really? Yeah, my mom gets to claim me on the taxes, or dad gets to claim me on the taxes, and he has to pay for my college. That's so, dope, yeah. dude. Good job, mom. I'm very lucky. Um, so I, I loved it, but... Uh, yeah, I took an internship and I got it worked my way up in video games. So I was I remember. Yeah, so yeah, I was bartending on some dope games. Yeah. So I'd bartend till two AM and I'd go work in a recording studio in Burbank, you know, at eight AM. And that was Jesus. hell. But and that's you'd why go you were always so tired. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Still I was am. like I was yeah. like I was like, Lucas is always so tired. Yeah. Okay. Still am. I like I quit a year and a half ago and I'm just now recovering. Wow. I'm just, I'm just now, and I don't sleep much anymore. I think my body just adjusted to it. But yeah, I wanted to focus full time on stand up. And why don't? What do you mean you don't sleep much? So anymore? You quit a year and a half ago, right? In, in video games, I yeah. feel like or about two years ago. No? I feel like there was like six months before you became paid regular. There was like this big jump in your comedy. Thanks, man. Yeah, That's everyone. when I quit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's amazing for you to say. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah. So I, I'd work in. I worked with a lot of nerds. Like a lot of video game nerds and mm -hmm. great people, but like, you know, exactly the kind of people you'd imagine yeah. that would devote their lives to Elder Scrolls and Fallout yeah. and all these kind of big RPGs. No, we've had Frank Castillo on the podcast. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. A bunch of Franks. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. Who are funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Frank. Battle. Yeah. No, I never would. <laughs> Not against Frank. Not against Frank. Like in the champ. Not against Frank. So yeah, the, the store was... Like, I remember bar backing and then getting up the next day to work on Skyrim. I did that for a full summer and I just never slept and it was hell. But, you know, now I see what the store is and how busy it is. Yeah. So lucky to get in at that point. Yeah. Like yeah. we're so lucky to get in when we did, because yeah. if we were trying to get hired today, the line would go out the door. And in my nine years, like I've only recommended one person to work there. Who's that? Schwartz. I knew Schwartz from about a year before he moved to L.A. because... Schwartz told me that Tommy hired him without seeing him, too. Did he say that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's like, he's like Tommy hired uh, Well, that's purely Lucas, then. It must be. I told Tommy, like, hey, you know, can you help us get out? Um, I dated very a girl. Very sad. <laughs> very sad. I dated a girl, and her cousin was best friends with Luke and introduced him to his girlfriend, Growing uh -huh. up from Jewish camp, growing up, you know how Jewish people go to camp every summer when right. they're kids. Yeah, yeah, and they go to like the same camp. Yeah. So, right. Hillary, my my uh, girlfriend at the time's cousin was was uh, she's like, you got to meet my friend Luke. He's a comedian in New York. You got to meet him. 
And you know when it, when someone tells you you have to meet another comedian? I hate that. I, I hate I that. It's like, no, nah, yeah. nah, I'm good. Yeah. I know a lot of comedians, all right? I got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll probably I've, meet him if they're all dirtbags. If I don't know him, I'm not interested in meeting him. If I at least don't know who he is. Completely. That's exactly... It's like, now I want to fucking meet this guy. Yeah. And then about like a year later, I was filming Kill Tony when it was first starting. And, and uh, this is like the second or third episode. And... There's this annoying guy that always go up to the front bar and he just, hey, can I have a water? You know, just always ask yeah. depressed and you don't want to pour water for an open mic or anyway. Right. So <laughs> so I just thought like, oh, this kid annoys me. I don't like this guy. Drink from the sink. Yeah. I think I got it from the sink a couple times for him. And then I was filming Kill Tony and then they said, come to the stage, Luke Schwartz. And then I saw, I associated the name with the face and I'm like, oh, that's Hillary's friend shit, I got to be nice to this guy. So from then on, I'm like, oh, you, you're Hillary's friend. And then, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm one for one. Some people suck at hiring door guys. Like Willie Hunter, every right. guy he recommended was trash. <laughs> right. Everybody. Right. He, he recommended, like, he, he told Tom, like, yeah, Jared Levin would be a great hire. That's Oh, uh, my God. And then yeah, Car- Jared Levin got hired before me. Really? Yeah. That, it was soon. It was probably right before, right? I think Willie- Didn't they say Jared got into a fight uh, help Jamar fighting yeah. someone. They were like, "Hey, this guy." It got was like hired. Cat Williams' bodyguards were beating right? up that Jamar. Was yeah. Jared got and hired. Jared just jumped in and protected Jamar. I heard he like jumped on his back. Yeah, yeah. And then Tommy saw that and was like, "That's what we need." <laughs> wow, all we need is Carlos de Jesus. Was a Willie right? recommend? What's that? Willie, Willie recommended Carlos de Jesus. De Jesus, and then there was another who got one. fired, and then I got his place. Really, that's whose job you took? Yeah. That's awesome. I love how everybody like kind of takes someone else's job. <laughs> yeah. And then also someone got fu- fired. There's an opening. Yeah. 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 But or Jared quits. got fired. I got the, I got the, I think it's me. When yeah. who got fired? Jared. Levin. Wow. Levin. Yeah. When Jerron yeah. quit, Fury got hired. Yeah. Like it's like, it's just, there's only a certain number of spots when somebody, right, there's something only, happens, right, 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 they got to right. fill it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, Carlos de Jesus was not even working when he got fired. He was just at the place. That drinking. is the dumbest. Yeah. And I guess like somebody broke some glass and Eric, the new GM, who yeah. had just told everybody like, hey, try and help out, blah, 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 yeah. was cleaning up. And then I guess Carlos Jesus said something along the lines of. He was making fun of, of like, yeah. Yeah, clean that up. Yeah, yeah. Some shit. Yeah, like a fucking idiot. Eric. Like an just idiot. like the nice, why would you do just that? A nice hardworking, like. Yeah. Just new like, GM. Yeah. Who, who like was ready to make, a, make an example out of somebody. To show right. that I'm the fucking, you know, boss man. And then this fucking <laughs> drunk yeah. no, Carlos de Even, like, I think he got sent home, and then he, like, started tweeting for three days. Yeah. Really? Oh, really? That was the <laughs> dumbest. Like, he was tweeting at the store his hatred. That's what oh, I felt like. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't so he know. tried to get fired. Yeah. I mean, you can't be that stupid. Eric has a lot of patience. No, I thought that, like, the story, the version that I heard is, like, uh, he was teasing Eric. Eric goes, well... You're, You're fired. fired. Yeah. And then he went to the some like he probably could have he went to the office. Saved it. He could have saved it. Right. And right. instead of just going like, no, no well, I was like kidding. He just stormed out, like knocked some shit over. He goes, What the fuck? This is the comedy store. And then he was, was yelling or some joke, shit and then freaking out. And then yeah. everyone's like, dude, just go home. He right. laughed and then started tweeting for three days. Like, dude, there was like eight separate <laughs> steps you could have stopped. Yeah. And, right, and, right, 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 right. I remember just him co- going through the swing doors and like throwing a glass bottle. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about the store is like, if you're at that level, if you're high enough, you can do whatever. Cause Ren is easy. had just gotten the league when I, when I was hanging out uh, there okay. and 
I remember some story about him like getting drunk and just pissing in the back bar, like in the one of the drains, right. but like out in the open, you know. Yeah, and he could do that because he yeah. was celebrating. Right. I heard I heard this story about uh, Bobby Lee was on a podcast. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, um, that was it. That's all I got. Um, uh, Bobby Lee, uh, he said it on a podcast, so you can tell this. Like some like bringer chick was walking by and was like, da, 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 da. and then Bobby like basically told her like, shut up. She's like, uh, who are you? And then Bobby's like, you want to know who I am? And instead of just like saying his credit, she's like, I just, she was like, I just performed in like the main room or some shit. And he goes, watch this. And then took his, his, his glass cup and just smashed it on the floor. Like, like it was nothing. And then watched the door guy go and like sweep it up. And then he's like, yeah. Bobby is a gangster. Right. So it's like, see you tomorrow. Bobby. You all know who I am. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude. Wow. Oh, dude, that, that reminds me of when David Taylor was like talking to that, that girl at the back bar who was like upset about something. Uh, and he, I don't remember exactly what she was upset about, but she was pissing her off. And then she just grabbed her glass and threw it at Dave, and he just fucking hurdled that glass. <laughs> and it broke right between his legs, like behind him. And I was like, dude, you jumped over that glass like it was nothing. He's like, it's not the first time, bro. He's yeah. like, I've been jumping yeah. over that. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. You know, Dave. Yeah, he's got a mouth on him, too. Like, I don't doubt, like, someone. I don't doubt someone would, like, just fucking smash it. Yeah. Yeah, transsexual yeah. chased a, him off the stage once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you hear I remember this? that? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> what happened? He, he was like, up in the OR and he and he just kept going at her and it's this big heavy black woman, right? But I it, it was a black. <laughs> she was like heckling, heckling, yeah. And she heckling. She went to the stage. He jumped over the the front row tables, ran out to sunset, <laughs> and she chased him to Kings. That's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. And probably afterwards, he'd have the same reaction. Like, and he couldn't hit her time. back because you can't hit a girl. <laughs> so, right. so you're helpless. <laughs> what if it's a man girl? I don't think he uh, could hit back either. Yeah, I don't know. David is tall. He's tall, oh, right? Yeah, he's just like, he's a true. very weird looking man. Like, I miss him. He's part of the dark dude, days. I know. He was like... He's around a little bit I now. feel like... Yeah. It, dude, I... <laughs> I feel like he really did resemble that time period. Yeah, he totally did. Yeah. I remember he telling me advice on women. He's like, you just want them to either love you or hate you, but you want them to feel strongly about <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just psychological games. Yeah, he had a girlfriend that was, like, hot. His too. girlfriend is hot as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Ashley. Yeah. Blonde, right? And, they, and they've been, like, they were, like, on and off for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Right. And I even asked Ashley, I said, what do you see in David? <laughs> oh Murder-suicide. <laughs> she, she wants to marry David. And David, David well, I mean, told David me, like, I don't, I'm brilliant. poor. I can't marry this girl. And that girl, uh, her family has money. She's trying to get her looks with David's brain and have a superhuman. I, literally, that girl's name is Ashley. I asked Ashley when I, first, I, met, uh, I met her. I was like, what do you see in David? <laughs> And she started laughing. He's tall, too. And her Girl, dad's probably bald. Me. Yeah. Her dad's probably bald as fuck and tall. Right. They, you know? That was his big thing was daddy issues, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. He really, that was his market. Girls with daddy issues was, <laughs> that was. Because we got to yeah. get him on. 
Yeah. You gotta get them on board. He wasn't mean to all every girl though. Like he was pretty cool no. to you, Abby, right? You fucking uh, dude. Uh, dude. Piece of shit. We didn't see that coming. We see it coming. Dude, he, used to, I, he used to throw these barbecues for July Fourth, so where like fun. every comedian would come, and like as a new comedian, that shit was like the most fun. It, yeah. Like it really like brought it made that you feel house? like Korea it, town? It, yeah, yeah, made you feel like there was a sense of uh, community in the comedy community. We should throw some yeah. shit like Until that. Until Boone some, stole so, some books. Yeah. Yep. That we should was, throw some July 4th shit to like, you know, like it's like when, when you get a bunch of comedians together out completely outside of the comedy world. You're yeah. Like, oh, we're like part of this comedy family. Like at Chelsea's wedding, like it was like, oh, dude, this is like. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Did you, Abby, did you ever go to my house when I had. Frank's wedding's coming up. I don't think so. Okay. I used to have a house on Wilton and it's known as the party house. I've been there. I watched uh, WrestleMania one night. That's there. right. Okay. Yeah, I think it was Undertaker's like last match for a yeah. few years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a dope spot. No, it was. I miss it. David Taylor would always have like Fourth of July. He any like Memorial Day, Labor Day, and we don't have that anymore. It kind of sucks. Yeah, I think something like it's a void in the community yeah. too. We used to also just have Super Bowl party at the comedy store in the original room. Oh, Remember, yeah. we put a yeah. projection screen there. Yeah, and Gallagher uh, buy pizzas for everybody. Yeah. That, happened? Yeah. that happened. Gallagher brought pizza. What? Yeah, yeah, Gallagher bought pizzas for everybody. Yeah, Gallagher was cool. We smoked. We just smoked a shit ton of weed. He was trying to tell me about how I should hold it in longer. Like, nah, dude, yeah, I remember this. Bit. Yeah. I just he bought pizzas. He was always so like fucking cheap. He only oh, really? he, he only did shots of like the cheapest well whiskey, and he did <laughs> really? the same thing. He he said keep it in your mouth; it lasts longer. <laughs> you don't want no. that to last longer. Yeah, no, so you gross. don't. But no, he was nice to us. That's cool. He was always nice to me too. I just got the impression that he was like. I don't know, cheap, just because of the well whisk or the well tequila. I'm sorry. Well, well watermelons tequila. are expensive, bro. You gotta, <laughs> but imagine every time you perform, you have to go buy watermelons yeah. <laughs> and bring your hammer. Yeah. You start to get fucking grumpy. Well, dude, he had a twin brother that tried know, to take his that crazy? <laughs> dude, that's oh. so fucking funny. Me and Ari came up with this video that we pussied out doing where we wanted to we wanted to both dress up as Gallagher <laughs> and run around the city and like smash watermelons at places, like walk into a business and put a watermelon down and like smash it and yeah. then run away. But we just pussied out. Like we even made the mallets. Like we have the mallets ready to go. We have these big wooden mallets that we made. How do you make a mallet? Um, we basically uh, take two two by fours about a foot long, like this, right? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so and then you take so three two by fours, right? And you that are all foot long, and then you cut the middle part out, right? And then you put a round pole through, and then put uh, screws in each side, and okay. it works out. And Does that make always, sense? Yeah, I did. I didn't know. Did he use a sledgehammer? Or was it always a mallet? It was a big mallet. Okay. I mean that you could do that in the eighties. I wonder what his set. I, you ever wonder like what their potluck sets were like? Because they <laughs> yeah. were going up in front of Mitzi. Yeah, and they like it probably wasn't as punchy or funny as now. I think comedy's just changed. I th I think comedy back then was all like pretty punchy though. I think. really yeah, I think it has to have been. I there's agree. No, there's there Penny was no Youngman back there was, in the day. I think was it was all the punches, but there was stuff. no like conversational. Punchy, I don't know, man. I think I mean? it's like pre-prior and post-prior, right? I and every comedy store's post-prior, right? Prior was already doing comedy when the comedy store started, right? 
Had to have been. That's yeah. why Pryor was like the goat because everybody else was up there. Like, so Richard Nixon was in the news <laughs> yeah. today. It was basically what Argus Hamilton does right. now back then. Right. You know? yeah. Even though Argus fucking crushes still. I've seen yeah. him have some sets lately where he just fucking lights it up. I mean, he's got punchlines and punchlines that are good will work. Yeah. And he also evolved. Like, if you keep doing yeah. it, you'll you should you should only get better. Yeah. I think half a comedy is just not quitting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just never giving up. There's a yeah. lot of people who quit and can't get it back, though, because yeah. they're not willing to like do that grind again to jumpstart it. Yeah. Yeah. When I started, there was... Uh you know, the 15 spot in potluck, which is like the, the, fun, the best spot yeah. to get if you're, if you're just signing up, it would always either go to Gerard Carmichael or a guy named Chuck Bartell. I don't know. Do you remember Chuck Bartell? He was like a, well, he's an older guy, like late forties, but he'd go up very dry with note cards and read straight from the note cards and just do one liners, but they do very well. Mm-hmm. And Flash forward nine years later, Gerard's doing great, and Chuck's not in it anymore. Right. But at that time, they were at the same level, and Chuck just mm-hmm. stopped, which sucks because he was he was sober, too. He wasn't like a guy that let, you know, right. a- yeah. outside things get in his it's way. Probably, just a, like, probably a girl. Probably got... got I don't even girl. think it was that. I, he was wow. from Minnesota. That's crazy. I yeah. fucking Gerard is bringing people in to watch fucking OR, like... Quentin Tarantino hanging out with fucking Kanye West. Yeah. That, Jamar, uh, that Gerard is doing that right now. Yeah. That's f- crazy. Where, yeah. Where's the other guy? The 15th spot. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's crazy. That is. And it kind of sucks when you have a friend that comes back two years later after quitting. He's like, I'm getting back into it. And you want to say like, yeah, good luck. But it's also like you abandoned me. You didn't. Right. Also, you just didn't right. love it enough to keep doing it. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, that's fine. Oh, good. Yeah, people quit for a long time and then try and come back. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like, did you quit? Like like right. it's like it's like, do you want me to take step five years back and then like how like it's like you can't even I don't know. Yeah, when I first moved here, it was hard to find friends because you know there are certain people you or clicks you want to get in with, and you're wondering like, why aren't they? You know, why isn't this easier? And then you realize after a few years, it's like, oh, it's because so many people start and quit. Yeah. Right. That nobody's going to openly accept you right away. Right. Right. Yeah. So exactly. you just have to yeah, stay. Yeah. It's in not it. even like, it's not even like, uh, not even from like a place of maliciousness or de- defensiveness. It's just like a natural, like, it's like, whoa. I was like, dude, I'm not going to like hang out with you and become best friends. Like, no, for real. And we, we have such funny friends. Right. Like our group. Of friends are so funny that if you're new and we don't know anything about you, we're just gonna assume you're not as funny as the rest of the people that I always hang around with and enjoy my time with. And you gotta like prove that you're really funny, you yeah. know? Yeah. I feel like if you're super funny, everybody's gonna wanna be friends with you. Has there ever been? I don't think Ron Taylor had a hard time making friends when he showed up from Detroit. Right. Yeah. You know, everybody's True. like, this guy's fucking hilarious and cool, and everybody, you know? Yeah. But if you're a lame, no, nobody's gonna want to hear you talk when there's monsters in, uh, you know, who, yeah. who are saying way better shit than you. Was there somebody when you were an open micer who you saw on stage and you were intimidated by them? You're like, I gotta be friends with them. Mm. Say intimidated. I was like inspired by. Yeah, yeah. Hampton. When I first started, my first six months, I was in D.C. This comic Hampton Yont. Yeah. You know Hampton. Yeah. Super funny. Always writing new shit. Every mic, I was like, oh, dude, I didn't hear that in the old mic. And I was like, oh, that's it. My favorite guys write a lot and come out. And, and he, each mic, they do something different. And so, like, him and Seton Smith were, like, big in the DC scene when I started. And 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 that shit. 
What about you, Fawn? Nobody like you saw an open mic. You're like, I have to be friends with him. Damn, you? I'm sure there was. Yeah. I think it's just like I'm not really good at making friends. And I, I look at, I just, I, yeah, I never see someone like else on stage. Like, I want to be friends with that guy. Like, like I can do it, right? Like, I, I never thought that way. Never. I remember at, seeing Biddlecombe at the, I met him at the improv open mic. And he did a, a bit about, like, because he looked really young when he started. Like, super young. He, he still, still looks, looks really still young. He still looks really young. Mm-hmm. He has a little facial hair. But he, like, had such a baby face. He's, like, 21. And he's living out by UCLA. And he had a lot of friends at UCLA, but he wasn't going there. He was strict, you know, he's, he wanted to be a comedian, wanted to get in at the store. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw, I met him at the improv open mic. And he had a joke about baking, using an easy bake oven as a, as a kid. And his guy friends making fun of him, he said, it's hard to bake when everybody's calling you a faggot. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I remember really liking that joke. And afterwards, like I thought, like, I have to be, you know, I have to be friends with this guy. And then, friends. Now yeah, you guys are best friends. It, yeah, you found out he's a Bills fan. That was it. It's like, oh, you know my misery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bills That's are all so it takes. Dope. It's like Bills are such a dope franchise. It's like fucking Thanks, middle of nowhere, cold as fuck. Their fan base, instead of like shitting on the kicker who fucking who fucking fucked up, yeah. they fucking embraced the guy and fucking I don't know. Yeah, it's like, you've, it's you've like seen the, the only four play. It's the Buffalo. opposite of Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. They seem like the opposite of people from Philadelphia who are just garbage human beings, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. P- people I've met from Philadelphia are cool, but as a fan base, they seem like they're just right. the worst. I, I asked Burr a couple weeks ago, like, you going to watch the NFL draft? Because I know he hates it. Right. I fucking love the draft. He's like, he's like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I'll follow it. He's like, he's like, who's your team? I'm like, the Bills. He's like, how do you become a Bills fan? I'm like, if you have a dad that's not a sports fan... You're a free agent. Uh, you get yeah. to fall in love with whoever you want. Yeah. And if you're not a dick who picks the Cowboys, yeah. Because you're just a fucking piece of and shit. You're from, it's gonna you're from every trend. Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Southeastern oh. Iowa. Yeah. So there is no team there. No. But no. those Bills teams were wow, easy what a they bad were great. team. You could have picked them. But at the time, they were great. Yeah. Like Cuomo yeah. said, like you just. Right. Yeah. You, fall in, you can't pick who it's you funny, love. It's funny. Yeah. And when you're, when you're a. When you're young enough and you pick your team, like that's it for life, yeah. really. Like you can't like yeah. I'll always be a Canucks fan, even if I'm not watching hockey and they're so fucking bad and always disappoint and they come close and disappoint. And they just I'll just always be a Canucks fan. Also, know? it's not fun because I grew up a Lakers fan before they got Shaq and they had Cedric Sabalas, Nick yeah, Van Axel, Eddie Jones. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Peeler, George Lynch. Oh, dude, you're you're oh my I love Eddie Jones so much. I he's my favorite Lakers ever yeah, ever and then they got Shaq and at first I was pumped and then I me started too. watching games again it's like oh it's not fun they're too good me too right. dude same right. thing with this Warriors team I've been a Warriors fan because I went to the Bay I love the Warriors and I loved the team that won that first championship against LeBron yeah but then when they lost that second one and they got Durant I just stopped love because dude. As soon as I got Durant, then it's just like, why would why are we even watching this anymore? This yeah, it's like it's like rooting for it's rooting for Goliath. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's like it's it's kind of gross. Ruined the NBA the last few seasons. I yeah. mean, I still watch a little bit, but the season before Durant came over, that was the best NBA season. I I even like their I, I even <laughs> like them. I was like, dude, this little yeah. guy Steph Curry is draining yeah, threes from everywhere, and they're, and they're gonna win like the NBA like yeah. most. Fucking rust. Dude, that season. team made a huge comeback down 3 1 against the Thunder 
to win that series. The, That's the Warriors. right. They were down and, 3-1. And then the next series, they were up 3-1 to the Cavs. And then and because the league is rigged, the Cavs were able to make a comeback and win in Game 7. Uh, and, and But that shit was exciting as fuck. Then the next season, fucking foregone Damn. conclusion. Durant yeah. and that fucking Warriors team. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks, man. Yeah. Growing up like in southeastern Iowa, everybody was a Chiefs fan. So I hated I the that. Chiefs. Yeah, I hate the Chiefs. Hate the Chiefs. I'm a Raider fan, so I hate the Chiefs. Right. One of my favorite <laughs> stories was I asked you, Hormos, are you going to be a Raiders fan when you moved to, when they moved to Vegas? And you're I'm like, already less. I'm, I'm like not very much so even a Raider fan. Do you remember anymore. what you said? Though? What, what like, did I say? You're like, yeah, you know, you said the same thing, but then you're like, all oh, the fans are just going to be coke heads and, and party people. And, yeah. so got, and then Richie walked by right now <laughs> and said, yeah, I love it. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's so funny. Oh, dude, I, I did a roast battle last week in, in uh, Duran. He it. murdered me. I mean, no, I, everything went well, but he, he had this one joke. Well, he well he just fucking. I had no chance when he did this because we're in Denver. Where was this at? Okay. Denver. Yeah. And he go in his first line. Hormos is a huge Raider fan. Thirty seconds of boo <laughs> boo. Because Denver, fucking, they hate the Raiders. Yeah. I'm just flipping off the crowd. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. You are. I'm, I'm like, I'm not gonna be like, no, I'm not a Raider fan. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm right. like, it's true. Yeah. And I'll feed into it. Whatever. It's a good yeah. show. And then, uh, and then he's like, he's like, and just like the Raiders, he's been losing for 30 years, and the only people who support him don't speak English. <laughs> Hilarious. Done. Hey, dude. you got people supporting you. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, little do you know, my parents don't support me at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. Denver's dope. Comedy Works is amazing. Yeah. It's like so beautiful. Yeah, downtown that's what Den I heard. Yeah. Well, downtown Denver, all of it, dude. Oh, it's I so could so sweet, live dude. there. I went there in the summer and I could just tell like that like it was the first hot week and everyone was just like, Party. dude, we're going out. Yeah. Like there's people on those, like, it's like a bar where everyone sits around and pedals down yeah. the fucking street. <laughs> you yeah. drink and, and pedal? Alive. And yeah, it's like they drink. <laughs> it's like everyone's sitting around a table and then they pedal and That's there's so a guy that steers it and they're going around town and like, they're just watching the Rockies, even though no one gives a shit about the Rockies. They're like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. It's just baseball yeah. summer. Let's yeah. get fucking drunk. Like, it was so much fun, dude. I had, like, such a fun weekend there. And then I went to Boulder for a day, which was incredible. Yeah, we went, we didn't leave Denver, but I was hoping to go to, like, Rocky Mountain National Park or Red Rock or somewhere, yeah. somewhere else. Every it's store. Denver's dope. Like, oh, God. That downtown. I want to go back to summer, actually. I'm going to maybe I'll put something together. It's a great comedy yeah. town. Chappelle will just pop in at Comedy Works and yeah. do yeah. that. And yeah. I think they're the first club to do the cell phone thing. I think so, yeah. I think yeah. they do that zip-up cell phone thing. Not Wendy at every show. One. I don't think that it's at every show, but they have it ready for Chappelle, I think. Really. Yeah. I, oh, that makes sense. And they treat comics really good. Yeah. When I started comedy too, Dean Del Rey had just started too. That's how we became close, and I helped and I helped him with his podcast for a couple of years. And I remember he got shot on hard by like Tony, Matt, Willie, all those Sandy guys. Sandy Danto, they were rough on it because he was the first person I ever saw wear a comedy store T-shirt that didn't work there, <laughs> just because he loved the place. <laughs> all right, he's yeah. the whatever that kid. Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the black kid trying to. Get into the studio. Oh, yeah. Davis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, he wore the shirt and, and uh, Tony, why is he wearing that shirt? You know, he doesn't work here. And I was too new to like 
Hayes anybody or right. You know, and and he and Dean his other move was to always have a bag of candy. Hmm. Always had candy. Always had candy. And hey, you want some candy? <laughs> like he just That's offered so weird. anybody at the front patio candy. And I'd play Guns N' Roses. And he, oh, great music. So <laughs> we became close. And he's a great example of a guy that just, he's a bulldozer. Right. And Tommy passed him within a few years. Yeah. And it's like he got passed quicker than fucking yeah. anybody. You know, and he, when he first hosted Potluck, a lot of people are like, well, what is he, why is Dean hosting? Dean got every, made it a priority to get every door guy up. Right. I'd only been there for six months. And, and so I, back then, hosts would bump door guys completely. You weren't guaranteed a spot at all, no. right? And so it's so frustrating. Yeah, was, you're working there for fucking no money and fucking being fucking miserable and missing out on stage time elsewhere. And then and then do, and then the the, yeah, the, the, so the, the potluck host would spot trade all the spots away. Was that, that was before I started working there. But I, if that happened to me, I would be so angry. Well, I remember <laughs> Fung. You were working the OR and you didn't yeah, get up. I didn't get up. And me I just and remember John. looking oh, at your face by the back happen? door. Jay Manny was you, hosted. You came after me. Oh, Jay, uh, dude, I think Jay Manny was the last host to not get door guys. That was the last he one. Was, so he was the last one. He Josh didn't get was five. losing his shit. Yeah. I was ready to fucking kill Manny. Like, but he I didn't was get like, five people. Josh up. is losing his shit. I'm like, I got anger problems. I got. Yeah. I, gotta I never out. forgot that you said Josh is already. Yeah. Ha- he's at that energy. Right. You don't he need to. Was be. really lo- like for me that I just it doesn't. Oh yeah, Josh, yeah. Josh Martin was yelling at him. Yeah, yeah Josh was. Uh, past, Josh yeah. was fucking pissed. He was fucking pissed. And, and then Doc was involved. Someone called fucking Adam that night, and uh, so I can just imagine Fung Chow and Josh Martin yelling at Jay Mandium and Jay Mandium not understanding what anybody's saying. <laughs> it's pronounced doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. You did his punchline, uh, bringing it up. That's so uh, fucking that was funny. One of the greatest moments in potluck history <laughs> was when Abby Roberge, <laughs> the, is joke, right? the funniest female comic in the world. Right. Shout out. I'll let Abby tell the story. I don't know. I think Nikki. Glaze I guess is I was hosting. Funny. I think it was my first time hosting Potluck too. And and Jay is a dear friend, and I don't want to say anything bad about him. I we love Jay. I think, I think he's funny. I'll I think shit he's on great. Right now. I think he's talented. He's great. And anyways, but that being said, he had been doing the same opening joke for years, Forever. years, years, years. He might still do it. And if and now if any of my friends are doing the same joke for too long, I'm gonna rip on him. And if someone rips oh, on for me sure. for doing the same opening joke, so I'm sure. like, yeah, oh, yeah, you right. got me. You know. And I'm hosting potluck, right? And it's if it's not a great joke, if it's kind of a hacky, right, right. shitty joke. So, so I'm I'm right. hosting potluck, and before I bring him up, I tell the audience, I'm like, you know what, guys? I've just been bringing comedians up. Like, you don't really know a lot about me. Something you should know <laughs> is uh, is that uh, I'm actually Indian, and. And I told my parents that I wanted to be an actor, and they said it's pronounced doctor. And then, the, and then the, uh, the comics in the back, it crushed. The, for some reason, somehow the audience knew what I was doing. I don't know how the audience knew, but they just knew. And like it did, it like shook the room. And and like while people are laughing, and I was like, really, dad? Like I like really like hammed it up, and then it just like just like. Crushed. And I'm sure Jay saw that and was like. That was my laugh that he just took. Right. That like, would have crushed when I went up there, and instead he took... And so he's just furious. Yeah, and then he gets on stage. And it was like a dope potluck night, too. Like, everyone was having yeah, a was great a time. Night, yeah. And I don't, I don't know why I don't get to host potluck more, but whatever. <laughs> um, 
And then he gets up and he's just like, fucking Abby, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> just like, it just like fucking threw him off and he came yeah. off as so unlikable for the set. <laughs> right, 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 and right, he right. just couldn't, and he had a bad, and then, and then when I got back on stage, he, he gives me a hug. I'm like, he's going in for a hug and he gives me a hug and he whispers in my ear. He goes, you're fucking piece of shit <laughs> I fucking hate you he was and gonna do that off, anyway though and then gets off stage and just like and it's just like on the patio freaking out <laughs> didn't talk to me for a couple weeks yeah, I remember he was really mad and I was like I was like dude it's a joke dude you do do that joke a lot like you gotta fucking you know it's how we fucking joke around with each other dude he still should have done the joke that would have <laughs> been fun uh, that that double been down funny. yeah that's, like, that's an advanced maneuver right there, doing the joke still. It, like when you're furious, being like, hold on, if I calm down and I just do this joke. But he'd have to be, uh, yeah, that's. You really have to <laughs> act like you didn't hear yeah, what just happened. Yeah. Just be completely naive. Is there a joke from your first year that you still do? Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. You guys? Yeah. No. All my name stuff I came yeah. up with, right? When, uh, every, all the hormones, hormones, he who supports the troops, all that shit. I came up with years I ago. I don't do anything. Well, everything I do is the oldest joke I have is a couple years old, and I've been doing comedy eight years. Okay. I just like, I don't know. I just, it's just the stuff but, doesn't work with who I am. But what about if you're doing an but, hour? But wouldn't you think that now you've been doing comedy for eight years, you look at the first year joke, you look at life and comedy you know, different lens now. Like if you go yeah. back to that, just, it, just one, even if I'm, even if I'm doing a long set, it just doesn't work. And, and, and it's not even because I'm like, it, that's part of it. I've also just like, like if you're in LA for too long and you're doing these short sets, you don't want to do your old material because you want to work on the new stuff. Then you work on the new stuff long enough. I'm like, I don't even remember how that old joke goes. Damn! See, I listen to old sets from like a couple years ago. Oh, uh, okay. And, and then I'll always get a refresher. Like, oh, I I should. I probably have lots of good stuff that I just threw away that I did. I didn't need to throw away. I'm like, oh, that's good. But I don't, I don't know. I just I like that. I like that bird philosophy. It's like if it's funny, you'll remember it. You know. I like that. But you know, like the only joke, well, the joke that I still do if I'm doing a long set for my first year is Farmer's Daughter. And I That's hate a great it. joke. Thank you. I hate it every time I do it, though, because it's it's like I'm telling you guys, like I'm conceding that I can't think of anything better. But, but sometimes I, it just fits. Sometimes it just fits, and it's a good barometer to see how you know how an audience is, because mm -hmm. it, it it does work nine times out of ten. My least favorite thing that I do right now on stage is I I just wear this denim jacket a lot. I just wear it all the time. So I just have a joke that I say when I wear the denim jacket. I'm so afraid people are like, is he wearing that denim jacket for the joke? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll always, I'll always open with like a quick one-liner based on something I'm wearing or something. I, I just like doing that because it just like mm -hmm. you, it, you clicks you in right away. That's what Argus said about Pryor. He said Pryor's first joke was always in the moment about the room. Yeah. And then he'd do prepared stuff. Right. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about this store. That's my favorite thing about the comedy store is we get to see how real professionals work. Like Dope. you ever notice yeah. Bill Burr is always on time for a show. He's always like yeah. an hour early. Yeah. He's not one of those guys that's running in in the OR when his name's called. Right. You know, having no idea what the comedian before right. him totally. said or did. Yeah. Also, you learn how to bring up another comic to keep the energy. Like one thing right. I, I remember I loved, I was just like, this guy's a fucking pro who knows how to like keep a room good for the next guy. And it was like, I think it was Greg, it was Greg Fitzsimmons. 
and he was in the main room and he was like he was like he knew who the next comic was. I think it was David Taylor or maybe it was Andy Letterman. I don't remember. But but he was like he was like, Who's the next comic? And then they were like, David Taylor. And he's like, Oh shit, really? Nice. Oh, all right. You guys are in for a treat. This next guy is one of my favorites. That's so Make it loud funny. for David Taylor. But the fact that he, he gave this acted performance of, oh, shit, really? Like, yeah. Yeah, like he's going to tune in for this. Yeah. Right? Made the crowd stay. They were, long, they were staying for a long that's time. such a pro move. And I was like, that's yeah, how you do it. Yeah. I, saw, I saw David Taylor give an intro. He went up. Tommy for you know Tommy used to like do just like odd stuff sometimes. Yeah. He he made David he he gave David Taylor an opening spot just because why not? So, it was yeah, like an yeah. early OR show. Like he gave him like the 730 opening spot in the OR. So David went up there and he's not a, it's just not he he'll admit it himself. He's not the guy that's supposed to open the show. Right. And then after him was a, a was a female comedian who I'm not gonna say. Mm-hmm. And he goes up there and just eats it, right? And then he goes, your next comedian is the comedian that you guys deserve. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it going for it. And then doesn't even shake your hand or anything. I just walks off stage. (laughs) I've seen David Taylor like have to go up early when he was like on a lineup because nobody else was here on the lineup. And he crushed. And everybody was like, oh, my God, David's killing. And it's like, yeah, David's punchlines Work a lot better when a crowd is eager to laugh, right? You yeah, know? yeah. Right. He's he's not gonna wish cancer. <laughs> I'm pretty good at an IPM crowd. He will yeah. wish it on a one a.m. So whenever I'm hosting a show, I got this trick where it's just like I, like I tell the crowd, I I tell them about the comic, and then I go clap it up, clap, 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 and then I just literally go like across the room and then whip the crowd into a frenzy, so everyone's already clap, clapping, and then I kind of yell the comedian's name like over the yeah. claps, and it just creates a sort of yeah. like frenzy and excitement. Clap, 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 clap. Give it up for Horwell's Rashid. Yeah. So they're already clapping, so that way the comedian is walking on to clap. So there's yeah. nothing worse than getting or people yell stop with the clapping. Crowd. Yeah. Yelling with the crowd's yeah. a great way to get them hyped too. Like, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. Ah. Dude, I went up at fucking... <laughs> and just encourage them that I went, way. To, I went to Flappers for the first time in like three years recently. It was like Sunday night after Game of Thrones. Your band like ended. The they YouTube stopped banning room. you. They allowed you back. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, they only, they only knew the <laughs> if shenanigans they heard that shit, I got. Dude. Oh, I'd if be they, banned. Dave and Barb run a tight ship down. Flappers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got, an, I got another Flappers oh, prank on my hear sleeve. It, the best moment of this podcast so far is I think that Flapper story. Oh, the flower store is good. I got, I, you know, I'll fuck it. No, I, I trust that they're not going to hear this. No, and you give the fuck. <laughs> I mean, and we can't even do it anymore because Easter already passed, but me and Ari had this plan, but we were going to write, we we're going to get a bunch of little, you know, it's like plastic Easter eggs. Uh-huh. We we're going to get you know, a bunch of plastic Easter eggs and write spots on them, like 730 <laughs> Saturday manner, right? And, fit, and put spots yeah. on them and hide them all over the club and then show up at the audition mic because it's like a bunch of comedians like crowded outside before they open the door and then like have a guy with a flapper shirt and a clipboard like an actor walk up and be like, hey what's up everybody so we are doing something different today it's like an easter special thing for flappers uh don't worry about signing up uh throughout the club we hit a bunch of eggs and each egg has a different spot in it some are you who room some are main room there is one grand prize and that's all you get to open for chris Catan all weekend you get to be the feature act it's a paid spot um you know don't push and shove be respectful but when the door is open start looking because you never know you can you can get multiple spots if you know if you really look and then like we we're just gonna have 
have them open the door and comedians just fucking brushes start tearing the club apart and just like and you're gonna hide the stuff the night before yeah we would go in the night before and Genius. just hide little eggs around in like different spots and then me and Ari were just gonna be part of the pack you know what I mean and then we were both part gonna, of the pack and then we were both gonna and then we were both gonna find the grand prize and then like go to the manager and be like dude we both found the grand prize we, we both wanna open for Curse Catan and then start fighting and shit like that like, no fuck you like I don't know who fucked up and they're like and they're like I don't know what and then we were gonna have a and then we like we had so many levels to it like we are gonna have a guy filming right and then so obviously they're gonna walk up to the guy filming and be like what the fuck is going on who are you who did this and be like oh I'm just a videographer like who hired you and then he'd be like uh Barbara she goes I'm Barbara he goes oh sweet here's your invoice and then hand her an invoice for like film like videography work or something like that invoice you know that's me. hilarious dude you and Manus have had so many good pranks over the so years so many who what comedians name names to responded to your fake Facebook account of the hot girl that you guys created oh, wasn't it with just you changed your picture to a hot chick because Abby no no no, no me and, yeah. no there's like there's a couple comedians on Facebook uh-huh. that are friends with everybody in the comedy community yeah. that don't exist Let's just say that <laughs> they're not Am real comedians. Probably. Still Am I friends? I don't. I don't just accept anybody I, I don't know. Dude, this chick gets like twenty friend requests a day from comedians. Like <laughs> now, it's just like a, I mean, I haven't logged in in years. You still I, have I, the account for? Her? Oh yeah. What's there's a guy and a girl. All right. So wow. we basically like took like we typed in like oh, open mic poet Arkansas, you know, right. so to get photos of somebody holding a mic that's not a comedian, create a very realistic Facebook account, added comedians, like it's super so funny. real. And we just so started much. like writing, just like just like just just like trolling, of, you know, just like just nonsense, just like he just <laughs> starting debates and stuff. Yeah. I remember this one guy we created, just like it got us into trouble, so we system. don't we don't I don't, don't want to talk about. Like the 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 one, I'll I'll tell you off air. Like the worst thing that happened with it, but um, there was a we we wrote like this long status. Like my first week in comedy in L.A. has been great. I got up all the time. I went to the comedy store. Some douchebag named Brenton didn't let me get on stage and like tagged him in it. And then <laughs> and then and then I, we felt so bad because instead of Brenton being like fuck you or just ignoring it, Brenton wrote this like three paragraph like very super nice like just That's like Brenton. here Brent this is what you got to do when you move to L.A. Like I worked for this long and this long like like keep at it keep your head up. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel fucking terrible. So he called me like, dude, that's a that's a fake person. That was us. We feel so bad. Like, I don't know why we why we decided to prank you. He's like, ah, it's all good. (laughs) Dude, do you remember when you, Ari and Sarah and then I joined in because it looked like so much fun, joined that like it was like a community Facebook page for like some they're building a cell tower in like Connecticut somewhere. Yeah, it was it was a Facebook group called like uh I don't know how I stumbled across this stop Facebook group. Cell phone it says, tower. says uh, stop the building of the new cell phone tower in Oldwick, New Jersey, like some <laughs> rural town in New Jersey. And it was like a Facebook group, of like 35 people trying to stop them from building like a cell phone tower in their like farm community or some shit. And so like, we just got like heavily involved 
and stopping this cell phone. We were tower. like, let's talk about it at the city hall meeting. Yeah, and we're like, I'll we're tell, trying I'll to like, Cindy. we're trying to like organize shit. We added all the admins on Facebook and people, and I there guarantee people like, who are who these the guys? Yeah, we don't know them in yeah, our small town. Yeah, it's a small town. Who are these like <laughs> activists in our small town <laughs> working on the cell phone? And we tower. didn't change any of our addresses to be that address. No. We're still Los Angeles because yeah, it's yeah. obviously just trolling. Did that tower go up? I don't know. We get we got. Bored of it. <laughs> you know, I'm actually still a member of it. I could probably check to see if, Dude, if it yeah, exists. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a shame actually. too. Like, I wish. That's what I love about Ari too, and you do it too, Abby. Is like just fucking around with with the world. Like, I like what Ari's doing with the whole Facebook relationship problems. Oh, yeah, just you know, it reminds me of like '90s Sally Jesse Raphael <laughs> or Maury Povich. Honestly, <laughs> it's just a great creative expression. Yeah. Yeah, just pranking and trolling. Yeah, and, you know, like Rogan told me, there was a comedian that used to just go on Jerry Springer. Like, that was his thing. Like, he he was a guest (laughs) on Springer, like, multiple times playing different characters. Just kind of like trolling, but like 90s Yeah, Yeah, that's great, dude. That's so creative and fun. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's this guy. Uh, There's a Vox video I saw, V-O-X on YouTube. If you look up Vox Troll... It's about the greatest troll ever. And it's this dude, he didn't show his face, but he just has all these different like characters online on like on like a YouTube community thread. And it's just this old man. And he'll just contact like brand like you know companies. So he contacts like spam and he says uh, spam was in my local Walmart handing out free samples and they ran out of free samples and I was hoping I could get one. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they go like, yes, sir, send us your uh, address uh, and, and we'll send you over that, blah, blah, blah. And then so he sends directly his phone number and address on Twitter or on, on the page and then they go like, no, send us in a secret message so it's not all exposed, blah, blah, blah. And then he just keeps sending it the wrong way. And then, <laughs> and then he... And then he sent over like a P.O. box address. And then they were like, we can't send spam to P.O. boxes. And then he said, finally, like after months of going back and forth, they finally sent over like this huge package that was in his P.O. box for like too long. And when he finally went to the P.O. box, it was just rancid like sausages <laughs> and shit in there. Uh, but this guy's a genius. If you just YouTube Vox, V-O-X, Troll. And it, okay. you'll laugh your dick off. It's okay. Good. That's great. Yeah. You guys ready for potluck tonight? Yeah. I am. Yeah. I love potluck. Me too. It's so fun. It also, like, when's, who's the last to host at U3? Probably Hormos. Right? Yeah, Hormos? I haven't hosted in a few months. I haven't hosted in a while. For a minute. Yeah. 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 I'm going to put in today for it. I'm going to put in see if I can host. But yeah. I, I just, some Mondays after doing this and then editing these podcasts, I just don't feel like be, like working anymore. Yeah, I love that they. I do like that they start at ten, just as a paid regular. Like who, right? But I can't imagine no how hard friend, it is. That just means no friend spots anymore. Yeah, with that two hours that you. <laughs> yeah, that's such a short time the frame. Up and then there's just no friends time. Two hours. Adam still puts people up. A few people, right? Up. But yeah. yeah, and the story I list is like that's why we can't hire more people too. It's like if we have. Now, like another spot, but we yeah. do need to hire more tour guys to cover a shift. Yeah. Oh, I'm back on the schedule now. Oh, okay. are you on the oh, schedule? Oh, that's that's you're true. on it. 
Not on the schedule, but I'm covering. Yeah. I think hers is going to put me on in like two weeks. Yeah. Dude, I'm, you know. Yeah, that's right. Because it's like, it's impossible to and have I'm someone back. cover. Who else is back? Somebody else like wasn't working. Right. Taylor. Yeah. I thought yeah. Taylor working the other night. Braun Taylor will cover occasionally. I got him to work one. Yeah. yeah. I got him to work one for me too. And I had a show once. Yeah. Like, and then I asked him, he did not reply to me. He was like, let's go get food. <laughs> Dude, right. I, I worked the back door for Schwartz for two hours like four years ago oh wow as it's like i'm like that I, like i hate doing this i yeah, remind you how spot. much i hate it yeah but it's impossible to kind of completely get away because the fact no. that josh and punky are still yeah. bartending i took keeps yeah. me there too i took six months off but i kept one phone shift and that was enough to fucking yeah i knew it i was like if i keep one i was like right i like i quit like i, I posted on instagram like i'm done i'm <laughs> yeah. done and then and then like i like, I, I didn't even plan to work in that phone shift and then at the end of my last shift quincy's like hey can you hold on to that phone shift for a little bit we're super tight on phones it would just make things a lot easier i'm not just gonna leave them like high yeah, and dry right, right. I'm like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll keep the phone shift and then just like week after week you know i get people to cover them and i'm like yeah this is cool i got the one phone shift and so I still get, you know, I'm still on the list and stuff like that. And then it would be like two phone shifts. And then like people would still ask me to cover door every day. Then after like six months and then I was fucking broke. And then I was like, oh, well, this works out now. Yeah. But if I had cut the umbilical cord and I was broke, I would have just found something else, I think. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, you'll hear the evolution of Abby working a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Like the first episode, it was like I used to work the door, but now I work a phone shift. Dude, I used to And think- then it was like, thanks, Abby, for covering me ne- next week because I'm going to Denver. And then it's like, I'm back. <laughs> but- <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I think, it, you know, I don't know if it works today, but four years ago, five years ago, you could put on a store shirt and just like start. I think that's how Guam did it. Telling people. Guam I think was it is too. When nobody checked IDs at the front patio, Guam was just there for roast battle. Yeah, like who's the new guy with the ponytail? And then <laughs> yeah. he's working there. He's Everyone kind of knew character. Guam, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, he, he, he was a door guy in La Jolla, too. Yeah. When, when, I, when Moses and I started at the same time. Oh, really? But, yeah. And uh, you know how when you're the first, when you're a new door guy, yeah, people might be shitting on you, might be giving you, you know, a hard time, but like... They're giving you attention. And it's like, oh, and then, you know, when they hire somebody else, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) I remember seeing the name Moses on the schedule, and I'm totally thinking this is some white guy with, like, red hair, you know, maybe a Jufro. And then I found out he's, like, one of the, you know, coolest guys (laughs) I've ever met. And then, you know, he had a car at the time. I didn't have a car. I had a house. He didn't have a house. So he stayed on my couch for a few days. And then drove you. And, yeah. Like that was our arrangement. And, 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 you know, we were, I was working the lot. He's working the back door. Bobby Lee comes in. We have the balls to say hi to Bobby Lee Mm -hmm. at the same time. And Bobby is walking down the back hallway and he, he says, you know, he's like, I don't mean to be a dick to you guys, but I don't talk to a door guy until he's been here a year. (laughs) And we were thinking like, what a dick. Yeah. And then Bobby, (laughs) Bobby goes down to walk down the back hallway. He just parked his car or, you know, came in the lot. He's walking down the back hallway. And Moses said, you know, I worked in La Jolla for four years and stopped Bobby, turned around, comes back up to us. He's like, you come here, you start fresh. (laughs) And walks back. I'm like, what a day. Yeah. That's why, that's why people say Garza is the most senior. No, I am, dude. Because because uh, San Diego I, doesn't count. Yeah, no, and well, like <laughs> because it's Quincy, but Quincy doesn't work door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's cool too that Quincy's like he's in charge of the phones schedule yeah. then. Kind yeah. Of, that's you know, Mitzi always said you can't pay people to care. Yeah. Right. And the store like just kind of supports itself because people care. Yep. Yeah. I'll be right back. Should we wrap it? I gotta take a piss. No, yeah, we can, we can we can wrap it. It's we're at an hour fifteen right now. Dude, hour 13. That's perfect. Fuck yeah, I like, dude. I like. I might come in early tonight to potluck. I like to come in and just like see my friends and like watch yeah, their sets. Yeah, potluck's fun because yeah. everybody's there. Potluck's kicking fun. It. The weather gets like, better now. It's fun when everyone's like coming with new shit and doing different things, and you got a handful of guys that do like really weird shit, like Randolph. And it's like all our guys like, oh, it's Monday, it's show and tell night. Like, let's go show off our new stuff. Show yeah. and tell yeah. night. I love that. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, speaking of Bobby Lee. Uh, <laughs> The other day we were having a barbecue at my place, so I texted Bobby. He lives nearby where I live, and I was like, "Hey, Bobby, uh, if you and your wife want to come, you know, we're we're, ha- we're cooking. We got a bunch of meat. Come by." And he was like, and he, his response was, uh, "Are you uh, verified on Twitter?" <laughs> and and I said, "Not yet, but I'm working on it." And then uh, and then like a couple hours later, like maybe an hour later, he texted me. He's like. You got. I was joking, right? Thanks for the invite. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, cool. That's so stupid. Yeah, I love potluck too, too, because like it teaches you so much about going up. You're going up with forty people. Yeah. So you got to stand out. Yeah. So like the whole show and tell guy. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. I always think of it as potluck because everybody's got to bring it. Yeah. You know, bring bring whatever you bring. Yeah. I remember Bobby actually taught me, like, I was like, I, I noticed, uh, like, comedy store comics get on top of the audience a lot more. They don't, like, lay back in the back of the stage yeah. stop telling jokes. They're, yeah. like, in the, in the audience almost. Yeah. And I learned that from Bobby. Interesting. It's like, it's like yeah. Just get them going. Best part about being a door guy, you get to see other people's work habits. Yeah. Like, How- the best people. Yeah. 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 Fuck, man. Yeah. Let me see if my mic's still working. I think I might have turned it off for a second. I think you're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Well, this. I think this was a great podcast. This was fun, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for doing it, bud. Yeah, thanks for doing it. Uh, Why didn't I get the invite to that barbecue? Yeah, me too. I I live close enough. I think you guys all did. I don't think I did. Uh, You don't eat meat. Why would you want to go to a barbecue? Because I want to fucking steal Hormos' old iPods. Everybody everybody was invited. (laughs) Old iPods. This was the one that like, uh, right, right, uh, (laughs) happened the day after we found out Brody passed. Remember? Oh, yeah. And then a lot of people just ended up not coming because everybody was just I think I might have been to that one then. You were there, yeah. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah, I got the invite. I was just kidding. Yeah, he, he was too Yo, busy. Foremost, I was too busy iPods. doing cool Hollywood cool guy yeah, shit, dude. dude. Too Fucking. busy to co-steal your old iPods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Real, real quick, who was the first paid regular to talk to you that you remember? Like, to give you the time of day. It was weird. Bobby Lee hmm. was nice to me when I was an open mic for some Sam reason. Sam Tripoli. Really? That's shocking. Yeah. I remember Tripoli I, I could see being Tripoli, cool. I saw Tripoli, and I was like, what up, Sam? He was like, what's up? And then I was like, hey, where can I smoke weed around here? And then he walked me to, to the back area. <laughs> introduced me to like Pete C and Tony and was like, Hey, this is my buddy. He's cool. Uh, and then I, and then I smoked, I smoked my weed with them and then I became friends with Tony and Pete and all them like pretty quickly. Yeah. Actually technically Bob Saget. No way. Yeah. I got really lucky right before I moved out here. Like 
I somehow got to open for him. Like it's not a somehow. It's that you're a girl, and girls get opportunities that's in true. comedy that's way that's too early. Yeah. So I got to open for him on <laughs> yeah. these two. Like we did like these 900 seat theaters. It was crazy. I was like a year and three months <laughs> in the comedy, and yeah. I was doing like 20 minutes. Like I was like writing jokes that day to fill the time. You know, it's crazy. And it was like it was fucking nuts. And he was just like so cool, hung out, whatever. And then a few months later, I ended up moving to LA, and, and he gave me his email. He's like, if you're ever in LA, just email me. I was like. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to email him. I emailed him. I was like, hey, I'm in L.A. And then he was just like, oh, cool. Uh, I just uh, I just called Jamie at the Laugh Factory. I got you a spot there Friday uh, at so 8 dope. o'clock. And I was like, it was like my second day in L.A. I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, dude, comedy is fucking easy, dude. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, dude, L.A. Yeah. comedy is the easiest shit. It was <laughs> the Ashton that. Kutcher comedy career. Just first audition. Dude, he's an Iowa boy. Yeah. He was discovered in Iowa City where I went to school. So that was like an urban legend. Yeah. Just hanging out the airliner like, you should model. (laughs) Yeah. And And then he goes on one audition for a TV show. Booked it. Yeah. And then and then it was he got the pilot. Then the pilot gets picked up and then it goes to series and then it becomes a A fucking hit show. And then you remember how big Punked was? So big. That shit was so dope. Look, man. Yeah, Abby Robert, the Ashton Kutcher of comedy, is what we no, all I say. Mean, don't worry. I'm fucking still, <laughs> still struggling. <laughs> yeah, it went yeah. from your high was opening, you know, featuring for Bob Saget two months into, co- or yes, in a year into comedy, to now fucking sucking Feng Chow's dick for five minutes at Potluck. You know, yeah. you know what's fucked up, though? The creator of 70, that 70s show was a door guy at the store. Really? Oh, Everybody yeah. was a store door guy. That's Mark Brazil. Mark yeah. Brazil. I think you told me that. Oh, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, I'm yeah, just was, so Yeah, no door guys on that 70s show. Hmm. Good question. Uh, <laughs> I was of all the hazing back in Guess the day. which door guy is friends with him? Jay Mannion. I was hanging out with Mark for a couple hours about a month ago, and... He, he brought up Jay. Yeah. Every, Jay knows like, everybody. Every successful person that like pops in at the store, you go, hey, what's up, man? What's going on? And they're like, hey, is Jay Mandium or Dean Del Rey here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll come over right now. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Dude, one time I was in the back hallway and Dean Del Rey is standing like by the kitchen. Like, like there's no possible way. He could have even seen the parking lot. There's no physics. It was physically impossible to see the parking lot. Like we're like by the main room entrance in the back hallway. And then he goes, oh, is that Burr? And then starts walking. <laughs> and then like Bill Burr pulls into the parking lot. Like like before he even pulled in, it was He's like a camera. Six <laughs> cents, dude. It's hilarious. Ah. Oh, man. Uh. Shout out to Sandy Danto for teaching everybody how to do a Dean Del Rey impression. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> dude. Fung, who was the first door guy that talked to or the first paid regular that talked to you? Tony. Really? He saw the darkness. He saw He saw. I got on Tony. Tony. Oh. I did really good. So that was the, the fir- very first time he was, he was very cool, very good to me from day one. I think I might have been the first Kill Tony guest ever. I don't know. I need to listen. I know I was the first person, first name that got pulled on either the first or second episode. Yeah, that's a good way to palm Tony to open for him in La Jolla, dude. Yeah. 
Did that happen? I didn't do good. Oh, you did? Or <laughs> I was working the back door. It was like in the belly room. Door was open. I'm literally working the back door. And they're like, Abby, yeah, you're like, that's so you like just the run thing. up. I ran up. I'm like yeah. out of breath. I'm like, and they're like, all right, time. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it just like did like some like old joke that didn't fit. Like, you know what I mean? That's what's hard about working and then doing a spot because but, you don't get time to prepare. But that make you... The other day I was just talking to Punky. That make you better. That make you like in a short note. I was just talking to Randolph. I was on his podcast. Like the door guys are like, "Hey, you're on in five minutes." Yeah, I'm ready. If, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Just yeah. make you yeah. like. Uh, you know what's kind of weird is I sometimes when I'm running, like like when I'm like really like like breathing heavily, I start thinking of my jokes, or if I have an audition, like I'll think of like the lines and trying to memorize it and do it in my head while I'm running. You know what I mean? You mean like running for exercise or running to your spot? Exercise running. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because then it's like, because it's, if you can, it's like training your brain to being able to pull things up in stressful situations. Yeah. Yeah. Like long hikes. I'll go on long hikes with my dog in my neighborhood. Yeah. And I'll notice like once I start getting my blood rate up and I'm breathing a little heavier, I'll be like, oh shit, that's the fucking link between these jokes or the, the twist I needed to make that. You know, like just I feel like the brain starts working on a higher level. No, and start no, breathing I'm talking better. about when I'm like really like where it's like you want you don't want you can't think of anything like you can barely talk like when you're like really running like exercise. You don't know about exercise. Me and Lucas know about exercise. <laughs> oh, right. so. Exer- how do you pronounce like, it? Like when you have high, when you like, yeah. like hikes when, don't count. Hikes don't count. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking like running. Yeah, like when you're running and then trying to like me- just, I'm just trying to like memorize my jokes. If I have an audition, I'm trying to memorize all my lines while I'm running. Running when it's when your brain's already like fucking fucking it's hard to function. Your brain trying to make when my, you're running is just thinking about running. Yeah, have you ever been lifting something really heavy and someone asks you a question when you're physically strained and you like let's that person's say, an asshole. I, yeah, when you're, brain, so, you're carrying yeah. the ladder from the thing and thing and someone's yeah. like, hey Hormos, what's fucking fucking. You know, some, some, 49. Yeah, exactly. Seven. I would answer them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brain is very smart, is what we've come. But Abby can't run and think of stuff. Or he can. You can't. You memorize lines while you're running. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I don't get it. Yeah, Dude, I'm a big believer in that. Like, you know, BDNF. What's BDNF? Brain derived neurotrophic factor. Uh, I don't it's know like, what that means. You know, and it's all kind of a new thing, but. They're trying to show that like exercise can grow brain cells. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I watched this Dr. Rhonda Patrick thing, and she's talking about how it's like it it can grow brain cells, and the brain cells you grow from exercising function on a higher level. I believe that. I believe it. That's why also it, it makes sense too. Like when you're breathing in deeper and getting your heart rate going and blood's pumping throughout the body faster and stuff, like more shit is getting to cells. Yeah. yeah. That seems to make it's sense. Cell circulation. Yeah. You know what I've been doing like the past like know, month? I've been, I do it seven days a week. I do a really intense workout and then get home and take an ice cold shower. That's yeah, great. And when I get out, it's a, like a body high, dude. It's yeah. like a legitimate high. And it's the only thing, the only high I get. Or, dude, if, if you go into a sauna for, like, 15 minutes and then come out and take an ice-cold shower. Oh, yeah. That's such a rush. Oh, <laughs> that feels yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lucas Hurl. Yeah, thank uh, you, guys. On Twitter, Instagram, and stuff. What are you? Let's do it. I'm at Lucas Hurl. Hell, yeah. L- Find me on Facebook. L-U-C. It's L-U-C-A-S, and then the last name is H-I-R-L. H-I-R-L, not H-U-R-L. Thank you. Childhood was hard for me. 
Um, yeah, it's like girl with an H. Dude, there's been G. so many times where I've tried to like message or text you, and yeah. I'm like, even me, who's a good friend, I'm like, oh, fuck, god damn it, and I like mistake it for a second. Yeah, I'm like, why can't? Why is it not popping up? Oh yeah. No, there's a comedy flyer right now for a show this week that has my name misspelled. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to like fucking shout out, dude. Yeah. What, the, what, tell us where you're performing this week, Lucas. Um, I. First gonna, place to the Ice House it. on Friday. Did they misspell it? No, they, they spelled All it right. right. Shout out Ice House. Uh, Spelling correct. Yeah. It's a bar called Mi Corazon on this Wednesday I'll be at. Mi Corazon. Mi Corazon. Also, if you're, if, if, you're an, if you're an open micer and you want to get in the store, make sure to walk to the back bar while Lucas is working and ask him for two waters. That's the way to do it. While I'm busy. <laughs> Who's the asshole that's asking you questions while you're lifting weights? Because that, that person's a dick. <laughs> yeah. While lifting weights. Yeah, while lifting weights. I could see running. Because running, it's like, you're, you're, but lifting weights, you're like exerting so much out of your, your breathing is like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I hate it when people ask me questions while I'm eating. That's a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> yeah. Take my no, mouth like, like dude, there's times where I'm hiking. I hike faster than anybody else on earth. And people, will, I'll get a phone call. They're like, hey, what are you doing <laughs> later? Like, tri- people trying to like make plans with me. And I'm like, fuck, I can't fucking make plans right now. Like, I'm just like, I'm right. like huffing and puffing up this hill. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't, I can't think. I can't like think rationally, you know? But you're brain what you're saying is on a different level your brain is still functioning at like memorizing this work that you were trying to do no, earlier. it's it's more difficult that's what i'm saying like if you can if you can memorize the lines in that situation in that situation I then see. you know if you can if you can think of new jokes and you can put yourself in the mindset when you're on stage in that situation then when you're on stage and it's stressful and like there's someone in the back that intimidates you or something yeah. like that then you can function but it's like it's yeah. like cross training your brain, it's training yeah. your brain to yeah. To to focus while being physically distracted. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I feel you. The dopest thing about the store is the people in it. So it's been cool seeing all you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Grow and oh, dude. And when we were talking about hazing and shit, like that's the thing is like the store went from this era of hazing to this era of like door guy brotherhood. Right. And everybody's just so nice to each other that there's not even a. The new guys get paid the same amount as the as the old guys. They just have to stay a little bit later. That's the well, hazing. I spoil yeah. them, though. We spoil them. And it's, yeah, it's, for it's, sure, they, they don't appreciate yeah, how good they, they have it. They don't. Yeah, but you know what's funny, though, is guys like, I don't know, guys like Tony, he's been like, like, I was working Kill Tony last week, and he's like, man, you door, new door guys have it so easy. Like, you do this, you do in that. In certain ways. And it's like, in certain ways, but it's also, it's like, yeah, but you, also, people who started like Tony and before got to just be a door guy for two years and get passed. Yeah. Like, everybody it's got passed world, after yeah. two years. Now, door guys now it's like yeah it's like it's it's a better job to have but like one door guy a year gets passed yeah. and there's 25 door guys yeah. there's people there's a lot of door guys who will never get passed yeah. that are working right now yeah that's great also there are no security cameras so you could get blowjobs in the belly room yeah so it was also more fun back different then. times yeah but we needed the dark days to be where we're at now yeah yeah and the people that came out of that are pretty cool yep thank you yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, All right, guys. All right. All right. Subscribe, rate, review, and suck Lucas Hurl's dick Hell in a yeah. spot where there's no cameras. I'm there four nights a week. <laughs> <laughs>